All right, guys, this is Derek Soto. We're talking a little business shop, and today we're going to talk about the mental roadblocks that really stop you from either starting your business or scaling it. And that really is the number one roadblock for these two things. It is mental, okay? And not mental like crazy. It is mental like it, how you think and perceive who you are your own qualifications and what you're doing, you put mental limitations on what you can and can't do, okay? Some of the best uh, people that hit success, they don't understand what what's not possible, right? Uh, when I was doing that coaching business, um, I didn't look at what my customers were charging, or my, my competitors were charging, rather, Okay. Um, later on, I did. I realized I was charging like maybe a thousand or more percent more or something crazy like that. Um, because I didn't, I didn't know better. And, um, so I had to learn how to sell in a different way than all my competitors did, how to approach clients in a different way than my competitors did. Um, but was able to close numbers that they, you know, you know, they would never touch. And, you know, you're, when you listen to people and they tell you, you know, you can do this or you can do that, you have to be careful about what kind of limitations you have um, and beliefs that you have. And breaking your own beliefs and stuff like that is one of the strongest, most powerful ways to do that. Um, because at the end of the day, like, that's really the name of the game is like, where are my beliefs? And if you wake up every morning and you do that assessment, you know, before you get into any business things or anything like that, you know, a lot of people don't like to talk about, you know, heady stuff or mental stuff or anything like that, because they don't think it's important. It's the most important thing because it will determine not, how, not only how you do things, but how you think about stuff, how you look at yourself. Because, you know, I, I'll, tell, I'll share with you, I was going through this course and it was a high level course and there, you know, this sales letter that was written, I was like, oh my gosh, like that almost, that literally stopped me for a while from going through that course because I was like, I'm not, <clears throat> I disqualified myself. I was like, I can't do that, you know? that's that that's that level is too above me right yeah in other words i was scared of that level you know asking for that kind of money making those kind of guarantees and promises even how it's written like man that's that's too like it that's so much more advanced than where i'm at like how can i you know so you kind of disqualify yourself and I was, it took me a while to realize, like, it's my own belief that's holding me back. It's about just having the stones to do it, right? Taking a shot in the dark, and, you know, I noticed that um, entrepreneurs that are younger actually have more gumption to take risks and chances and stuff like that. I, I look at myself when I was younger, you know, I would it was almost like I was even more courageous to take risks and chances and, and ask people for numbers that 
you know, I, I expected them to say no and was surprised when they said yes, you know, um, and then, okay, you know, building the plane as it's falling down, like, how do you, how do I then deliver on this thing that I just sold? And then I just poured my heart and soul into that to figure out how to deliver it. Because you can't get good at delivering something unless you practice, you know. And you can't practice on, truly practice on a high-level client unless you actually get one. Because the pressure is on the line with a high-ticket person. And, you know, um, you really have to come through. And so, you know, that confidence, as you're going through a course, don't be deterred by that thought of like, oh my gosh, I can't, that's too above me or that's too far past my pay grade or whatever it is. What's good about entrepreneurship is your pay grade is whatever it is. So, you know, you can't be scared by numbers, right? Um, Like if someone, you know, came to you for whatever business you're running and said, hey, I'm willing to pay you $100,000. What can you do for me that would be worth more than that? You should be able to come up with something, you know. Um, In most things, you can deliver that kind of value, okay. You know, if a person is willing to pay that, you know, or a million dollars or whatever it is that you're doing, you know, It's easy when you look at things in context, like, well, you know, if I'm a steel manufacturer and someone comes to me with a million dollars, that might be a tiny little sale, right? But if you're selling an information product, a million dollars all of a sudden seems ludicrous, right? But it's it's really the state of mind and the value to that client of like, okay, if it is an information product and it is a million dollars... I heard a story many years ago of these two women that got a client who paid them a million dollars. And, you know, I think he was a multimillionaire, a billionaire, and he paid these women a million dollars. And you better believe they worked really hard to, you know, I don't know the rest of the story, but I assume they worked really hard to deliver on that promise because, you know, they don't want to have to refund a million dollars. And my recommendation to you is if you get a sale that's astronomically higher than you're used to, don't spend any of that money. Um, Just keep it aside in case they're not happy so that you can give it back so that you don't get sued, you know. Um, Have a good contract in place. And when you're doing um, deals that high, have have lawyers involved. Make sure that... uh, the terms are favorable for you um, so that, you know, you got to be careful. The higher level client you have, they can bury you in a courtroom and not only destroy your business, but your life if they're not happy. So you have to be careful, careful working with heavy hitters because they're used to being sued. They're used to suing, you know. Tesla has, like, you know, at one point they had, like, what, 700 lawsuits against them and all this other stuff. Uh, So, you know, at the end of the day, like, um, 
just be careful with um, when you're challenging your beliefs and doing these things. Make you better be sure that you can deliver, or you know, and so start smaller and you know, work your way up to that where when you look at a deal, you're like, when you look at a deal, you're like, yeah, I, I'm confident that I can do that. And confidence as defined as I know, I can clearly see how I can help this person get more than what they're paying me. If it's a bit, you know, helping them with their business or whatever, or, you know, with an intangible thing, like, you know, you know, helping them get over anxiety or helping them with, you know, sleep or relationships or, um, you know, whatever it is. Um, at the end of the day, you have to have um, the the confidence and you got to start with that. You know, if you're starting out, you have to start with one deal and if you got to... And, you know, I recommend starting with high end, you know. And so, you know, let's say you're starting out. You might be terrified to sell something at $2,000, you know. But at the end of the day, like, you have to you have to start somewhere. $2,000 is not, I don't consider it, like, high end. But, you know, it, it's high end to most people. And so, you know, at the end of the day, like, um, you know, it took me a while when I did that to like, you know, the first payment you get it, you're like, I can't believe this. You know what I mean? Then you go to five to seven to 12 to whatever, you know, you go up and up and up, you know, until, you know, you can get, you'll get comfortable with charging the price of a house or charging, you know, depending on what it is you're selling and what you're doing. But the context for you has to be like, I'm 100% certain that I can help this person. And be very selective with who you work with so that you work with someone they, that they have the pieces in place that you need in order to get the results for them. So, for example, if you're helping a business, you know, you don't want to work with a new business that is just starting um, and trying to charge them $10,000 a month um, because you're going to have to help them build their business, start it, build all the assets and all this other stuff, get customers, and and, you know build a workflow and um, help them uh, educate them on how to deliver and retain customers, all this other stuff, that will be a nightmare and it's not worth the $10,000 a month. So you, you you would have to charge more, unfortunately, um, for it to be worth it to you, but they can't afford that because they're not making money yet. This is a you know problem we'll talk about you know in a future prog- podcast probably is that businesses in a you know small businesses between a rock and hard place where the the stuff they need they can't afford because it's not worth the time for the people that can give them 
the advice or the information or whatever they need, they can't afford, it's not worth the time for the people that have that information that can just, you know, imagine you had someone on call that is a millionaire and your new business and you can just call them whatever you want to and say, hey, you know, can you look at my landing page? Sure. Change this, this, and this. Okay, my offer, change this and this. Uh, copy, change this and this. You know, add, change this and this. From their experience, they can just help you knock it out of the park just from their experience. But to have that kind of access, you might have to mortgage your house to do it. You know, it would be quite ludicrous. And for people like that, they wouldn't even consider working with you most of the time if they're doing it right because they're going to be like, you're not there yet. So there is this time during business where you really have to pull your own weight until you, you know, you have to bootstrap your way to the level where you can actually afford the help that you do need. So it's a catch-22 that you have to power through. And how you do that is with a ton of work, you know. And so if you do get a training that's from a good, reputable person, like stick with that training and just do it, you know. Um, you know, for the internet marketing space, um, I recommend Aaron Fletcher's course. Fletcher Method is very good. I recommend that because um, it just, the, you know, you have to do it their way. And the, and why you have to do it their way is because their way has been battle-tested. It works. And so when you try to stray, they're like, no, you, that's not right. Do it our way or don't do it at all. And it's perfect because that's easier. They're just telling you, here's what you do. All you have to do is just do it, you know. Um, and so it's just being willing to listen. And, you know, if you listen like that, it can really build your confidence because instead of you just making something up and trying to figure it out on your own, that's much more scary and it's much more likely that you won't succeed, that you won't be able to break those horrible beliefs that hold you back. But if you're following a course that's something that's proven, that's helped a lot of people, and you just do it, that's a good starting place because it's built-in confidence. You're like, okay, I'm using something that's already been proven. That just helps you to save many, many, many years of heartache and frustration by just following what they say to the letter, you know. And then you get a certain level of success from doing that. And then once you're making some money, you know, you know, you can just upgrade your mentors and uh, upgrade what you're doing. And if you're making a lot of money, you can start messing with stuff and doing your own thing. But, you know, you'll have more experience, right? And as you're testing and all this other stuff and doing a lot of tests, you'll, <clears throat> and not being afraid to try. I remember the first time I sent out an email, you know, for someone to either for me to go to them or to you know fly out to them or for them to fly out to me like that was a scary thing at first because I was asking for a lot what I perceived to be a lot at the time okay 
Um, and so, you know, at the end of the day, like, um, but I, I just put it out there and people took it, you know, um, they took me up on that offer. Surprisingly to me, I didn't expect that, but then it was like, okay, now I have this or I have to deliver. And so I was in hundred percent deliver mode of like, how do I make this client really happy? And how do I develop my delivery skills of delivering the results that this client's paying for? Because I don't want a charge back of that size. So what I recommend you do, when you do get your first few sales, don't spend the money. You know, keep it for 90 days, 180 days. You know, if you took a credit card or something like that, you know, because... They could do a charge back. They can do a lot of things. You want to make sure that enough time goes by where you know they're happy. Okay. Um, and, um, but by the only way that you're really going to get comfortable and grow and learn is by doing it. Because even going through a course, that's fine and dandy. But once that's set up, once you've set up the machine, they show you how to set up and all this other stuff, and you're, you have your offer down and all your pages are ready, and you're ready to drive traffic and ready to activate your machine by pumping traffic into it, you know, with all your follow-up sequences and all this other stuff, retargeting, everything like that, whatever your machine looks like, okay? I recommend starting with a simpler machine and all that. But when you do that, you know, you'll be ready. Like you just, you'll learn by doing that. And it'll be scary at first. Just like maybe an artist's first time going on stage or a comedian's first time going on stage or an actor's first time on the set. Like it doesn't matter what you're doing. You're going to be scared at first if it's new. And you just have to embrace that fear and be like, okay, you know what, maybe my client is just as scared as I am. They spent a lot of money and they they don't know if they're going to get the result. So they're taking that risk. Let me put on my coaching hat or my, <clears throat> you know, product delivery hat, whatever it is, and deliver that result, you know. So either way, like, the best way to learn anything is to do it. But don't just do things blindly, follow something that's proven and just follow it step by step. Once you do that a few times and you can scale a little bit by following those things, then you can start to have your own ideas. But in the beginning, I don't recommend you have any of your own ideas, you know, and um, just just follow a proven system that shows you how to pick your market or if you have a market in mind like shows you how to pick the niche and shows you how to from a to z you know um it's just going to help you so much so but at the end of the day the only way you're truly going to learn is after you do all that and follow that course and put everything to put all the assets together you you still haven't learned anything yet. You're learning by doing. Then you up, then you activate it. You're driving real people into that machine you built. 
And that's where the real practice comes in. All right, so I recommend that you do that. So we'll talk soon. God bless.